0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another edition of the SBK Betting Podcast and I am thrilled to be rejoined by our partners in crime Ross Miller and James Millman back from a week off after the heroics of Midnight Shadow and also last week Ross Miller delivered a 21-1 to winner Donovan Ross flew home what a ride that was by Isabel Williams and a great moment for that family and uh and cracking price for anyone to one that must give you a bit of satisfaction yeah I mean it it,
1: it was it was a fantastic ride it was great to see uh, Evan Williams who perhaps wouldn't be the most openly emotional guy at times really you know and it shows what the sport means on on many different levels you know it was a super ride I was very confident turning in and then it was just a case of would he keep going and to be fair he he did so no super ride and and pleased with the result
0: yeah, he definitely stayed, which is exactly what um, you were discussing, uh, we were discussing last week. So fabulous horse to follow. But this weekend's action, always brilliant. We love this weekend at Newbury. Um, what was the Hennessy, now the Ladbrokes Trophy is the feature race. Um, but, but prior to that, we've got some good, really good, genuine betting uh, races, which, you know, we can actually have some nice field sizes And so we're going to start with uh, the 115 at Newbury on Saturday. There's a Sir Peter O'Sullivan Memorial Handicap chase over two miles, six and a half furlongs. I will see plenty of J.P. McManus horses in this race, but in the Sir Peter O'Sullivan colours, which is always a wonderful tribute. And Adam de Compagnie will be wearing uh, one set of his silks. And she is joint favourite as it stands with Cap course at 11 to 2, who was seventh in this last year. Kaluki, 6 to 1. Killer Clown, 13 to 2. quarto the King, 15 to 2. Grand Sansi, 9 to 1. And it's 10 to 1 bar those. Uh, now, James, I'll come to you first, because this race, it's, a, it's an interesting one. You need to jump well at Newbury. You always need to do it. And I was looking through it, and I was thinking, a lot of these horses, that's the... I find that their problem can be their jumping and I was trying to find a horse that I could really rely on. Where did you fall down with this?
2: Well, normally you'd look at this kind of race and think JP has to have lined one up. Uh, The issue is he he just doesn't seem to have one every year. Last year, he ran four in a race like he is this time around and none of them particularly figured. Um, Canelo, I think, was the shortest price of him. So... Uh, one year is, is gonna, it's going to come good in these colours, and, and he will do it. But I like Kaluki and the fact that he's had three runs at Newbury, and even three of his career best efforts. He won um, at the track, beating House Islands uh, a year ago um, in November. Was then third in next nation at this meeting, which was a cracking effort, I thought, in the Grade Two Novice Chase on the Friday, and he ran in March and he got beaten ahead um, in, a, in a decent contest. He loves the place. Philip Hobbs is arguably having a better season this time around as well than what he was last year. So that reads well in the context of his marker 142 that he was placed off last time. And as you mentioned, it's just a, a little bit of a lack of, of a proper solid horses. Um, I've mentioned JP's got four in the Cepeda O'Sullivan colours. Probably the best one for me would be Cap Course. Second run after a wind off, I thought he could have run better um, in this race uh, last year. That would be a little bit of a worry. Uh, care the king plant his horse it wasn't a great race he won at wing canton last time he's up four pound and harry kimber was claiming six against conditionals he's only claiming seven against pros that would be a little bit of a negative for him although he's obviously the, the real progressive horse in the race on five of his last six so um he, he's really interesting but for me kaluki is just really solid around newbury he's well handicapped of one of two and i imagine this has been a target for quite a while
0: you wouldn't be too concerned about the way he ran at Newbury the last time, which obviously last season, we haven't seen him since then, but he was, he was, he was a bit frustrating, wasn't he? That's why I marked that down on that run.
2: Yeah, possibly. Um, but still, of the level of his ability, it's still higher than when he's run elsewhere. Um, and that effort, he only got beat ahead. It shows you that he's got plenty of ability. Another year on his back, Um I thought his previous two runs at Newbury, there wasn't much of an issue there. Last run of the season, he'd had a busy year. And I say he still just lost out by a head. So personally, I'm not not too worried. If he does it again, then maybe you put a black mark against him. But for now, I'll, I'll give him the benefit
0: of the doubt. So Kaluki for James, 6-1 to one currently with SBK. And um, Ross, it as we've, we've talked before about these types of races, these are kind of uh, fascinating puzzles that you quite like to work out. As we mentioned, Sir Peter O'Sullivan, um, the colours that J.P. McManus will use, will try, as James um, was alluding to, to really get a horse right for this. But there's some interesting characters. His horse is down to company. She's obviously so talented, but... She just hasn 't been able to put it together last season anyway after winning that uh, the coral cup and I think there's some question marks against her. Did you find any j p man horses that you could rely on here
1: yeah i mean i i my summation was was very similar to james's in that I think it's a fairly weak heat for the for the prestige of the race it is um I fully respect Kaluki he definitely runs this track better than everywhere else, and off one four two, I took a good look at him. But I just came down on the other side of the fence with with cap course, won this in two thousand and eighteen off a mark of one two eight, then went on from there and and bolted up in a novice hurdle. I mean he was short odds on uh, and then ran one race and disappointed, was away for the track for eighteen months, came back and ran in this race last year uh, off one three seven, and ran well and then looked to me to get tied, which you wouldn't normally think of a Nichols horse happening but to to me it certainly looked that way faded back into seventh and has been off now for a year he's now back to a mark of one two eight I think the one thing you can be absolutely certain with Paul Nichols is if that horse got tired last year um, it won't happen this time they're very good at taking the learning um and 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 getting things right uh second run back after the wind op they do say sometimes it takes them a run to trust that they can they can catch their puff again um Mm. and as we've as james said you know jp would love to win this race in the Peter O'Sullivan colors this horse i think is carrying the first colors don't quote me on that but I'm, i'm fairly certain um and i just thought things looked set fair uh, for him to run a big race off one three one, so only three pound higher than when he won it in two thousand and eighteen. He won that by ten lengths. Three pound wouldn't have stopped him that day. So, so he would be the selection in in a in a poor enough heat, really.
0: He's got the yellow cap, which I'm pretty uh, the certain. I've, the, I'm pretty certain that is the first colours. And down the company, he's so. got the green with the with the white star. But yes, Cap calls a fascinating horse. Um, has been off for a while and is. Currently, um, with uh, SPK eleven to two joint favourite interest as yeah it's you know it's a it's a betting heat because I think there are there are question marks around a few of these horses but there is one horse that for me has been pretty reliable and consistent. This is a bit of a jump up in grade. I do like Horto the King, only up four pounds since his last win, which only came at Wincanton at the beginning of the month. That was a conditional race, um, which Harry Kimber, the jockey on Saturday, rode, um, rode in. So, yes, it is a step up. But as we've mentioned, week enough, the Tizard team are flying weekend after weekend. We, can, we see them do things that we wouldn't, wouldn't expect, especially last weekend, lost in translation. Um, jumping is good with this horse. He can really, he can really jump and, and just could be more of an unexposed um, type that could uh, could get involved in. He's 15 to two currently. So we will crack on through into the main feature race of Saturday, the Ladbrokes Trophy, as we've all known and loved as the Hennessy for years gone by. And Willie Mullins is bringing three over. We've got Henry de Bromhead's got a runner two. The Irish are going to try and take this race. Um, they always like to... Get horses to this race. Um, their actual record has not been as as good as, as ours, which is good. Um uh, on the ropes for the Chiever Park team and Willie Mullins is the current four to one favourite. Uh Eclair Derea, a hugely talented novice chaser last year. He's in this race, which gives it a really nice good feel. He's five to one with Fiddler on the roof and Rillo six to one. Kitty's light, uh, fantastic. Admirable sort is 13 to one. Big gap in the market there. Cloth cap last year's winner is 13 to 1. Potterman, Demachine and Remastered all at 15 to 1, Copperhead 16 to 1, 21 to 1 bar those but includes horses like Animix, the Hollow Ginge Brahma Bulls in there as well, Cloudy Glen. It's a I thought looking at this, this is a fantastic field some in really interesting horses coming in here, very talented horses, obviously Cloth Cap is up what is it, 19 pounds higher than when he won last year that's a huge amount, can he do it? It's it's about the class and the and the quality of the race for me, James. I, I think it's got a really good feel to it.
2: Yeah, I think it's better than what it's been in recent years. It had kind of lost its luster a little bit, this contest. Now the Labrook, formerly the Hennessy, where you'd see second season chases, potentially Gold Cup horses, with Clothcat winning it last year. I could never see him turning into a Gold Cup horse. He went off a lightweight. He had a good campaign. But for me, he's a, he's a solid handicapper, whereas at the top of the market, we've got... Um, second season novices coming through that, that could be very, very good and I'm going to be concentrating on the unexposed ones like the market is. I think the market has it about right myself. On the ropes, representing Chidi Park, William Mullins, Sudy Park obviously had a cracking weekend last week with uh, Alputard and I imagine that they're probably keen to target the British races when they can So obviously they, they can see him a little bit easier and he won well at Limerick on his return having only had the one run last year where he ran a lovely race behind Monkfish at Fairy House. Mm. That was actually... His second season as such, it was a poor first season as a novice where he never really figured in quite a few contests. Hence, he kept the, the novice status for another year. Obviously, he picked up an injury, but he came back in, in very good shape at Limerick. But I'm going to go for the horse that was a better novice chaser, Eclat de I backed him at Cheltenham. I was delighted when I saw Monkfish not jumping particularly well in the early mm-hmm. stages. And it was actually Eclat de Rea who stumbled on landing and, and just dropped Rachel Blackmore, which was Probably one of the, the rare lowlights for the Hemingway de Romhead, Richard Blackmore team at the festival. He went back, Wexford, he came back, he won nicely. Um, I suppose your negatives for him, he's jumping in a big field, big field handicap will be put to the test. And he's also not actually finished on on a decent surface, but he travelled nicely enough on good to soft behind Monkfish, where I thought he was definitely going to give Monkfish a race. Interesting, Henry Romhead's bring him over. He's actually given him a run. A lot of Hemingway's horses have been them for a run. So that's a positive one-five-four. I think that's a fair handicap mark, and he's a horse who, who could go on to compete in open grade. So um, he's short. He's currently 5-1 to one with, with uh, SBK. I, I just feel I prefer him to on the ropes. Of the English or the British horses, Tizard's absolutely flying this season, and I liked Phil on the roof's attitude at uh, Carlisle when he beat Pader Piper. He'd run well to finish second at Cheltenham behind Monkfish, but for me, if it's a four-pound turnaround, Eclat de rail was always going best, before coming down. So I think he might just struggle to beat Eclat de Rea, but I think he'll be there, there or thereabouts for Team Tizard and Brendan Powell.
0: Yeah, they've they they keep they keep doing it week after week with these horses that just essentially just didn't show their form last year and c- could be quite well handicapped this year on the bit, on the back of that. So really interesting. Uh on the roof is five to one. Um Eclatorere five to one as well, currently with SPK. Um, but I think there's more value out there. I'm not gonna lie, I think that that jump into 13 to 1 for lights of kitsy's light and cloth cap that seems like good valley prices. Um Ross, what 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 do you think about this?
1: I agree with you, Jess. Uh I I, I think maybe the Irish protagonists might just prefer if the rain gets into the ground and it comes softer, then I I could definitely make a case for plenty of them. But it's looking like it's going to be the soft side of 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 good, good to soft. Um I understand entirely what James says, and that Cloth Cap is very unlikely to be a Gold Cup horse. But his run last year, okay, he was 18 pound lower, but he got a lot of horses into trouble with his forward style and his slick jumping. Um, and I think that could be the case again. Um, he is higher in the in the weights. Tom Scudamore has chosen him over Remastered um i saw that in 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 the paper this week that he was given the choice and 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 cloth cap is the choice um and i just think if he can get to the front and jump like he did last year a lot of these will struggle with their jumping and will struggle to get into it his return at cheltenham was 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 perfectly good on the back of a wind op didn't have the cheek pieces on looked to get tired and and i think he is one that once he gets headed he, he perhaps doesn't try quite so hard so i think the cheek pieces are important um And I I essentially got it down to the three. I got it down to Cloth Cap and Remastered. Um, Remastered, I think, will probably prefer a little bit of softer ground. And I just think Cloth Cap is probably the better jumper. They're both going to want to go forward. And I could see Cloth Cap perhaps causing Remastered a few problems. Um, And then the other one you mentioned, Kitty's Light. Generally, when you look back through the results, it pays to be handy in the Ladbrook Trophy. Um, But this horse bucks the trend plenty of times it, it always comes from a long way back the long straight at newbury will be to its advantage uh, the extra two furlongs it gets here um, over the over the trip at weatherby will suit and i think it is worth mentioning that this is three and a quarter miles and you go through this the, the field there's plenty of form at three miles there's not all that many with form at, at, at three mile plus kitty like will definitely stay his jumping has looked more assured this year. That is the one concern. He's not overly big, and last year he was definitely clambering over a, a good few. But he's he's looked much better this year, and he's only a five-year-old, so he's entitled to improve in that in that department. I think if Cloth Cap remastered went hard up front, there could well be a pace collapse. I hope Cloth Cap keeps going, um, and I hope Kitty Light runs runs on into a into a place and maybe to challenge. So so my tactic. As often is with with these big handicaps, is to split my stake, and I play cloth cap and and kitty light.
0: Yeah, interesting. It pays to uh, to follow Kitty's light. He's so consistent, and he tries in that epic and quite controversial race at Sandown, where should he should he not have been awarded the race and uh, the Unrillo and Potterman, and it was in the Bet Five Gold Cup. It was drama, but he's always. I just think he's always a bit of value. He's, there's always a bit of value about him. Um, and he hasn't gone up too high in the handicap. And he's currently at, I'd say, 13 to 1, I think is a good price. I'm, I'm with you there, Ross. Um, absolutely. And we've also seen some brilliant weight-carrying performances in this race as well. We can see it's been done before in the past. Likes of Denman, those videos have been going around around Twitter at the, at the moment, re-watching those wins. And also Native River gave an astonishing performance in this race with a... Big weight too, and essentially cloth cap, as I said earlier, is up a huge amount in the weights from last year. But he did have that good weight-carrying performance at Cheltenham, I thought. And um, another horse with a bit of weight on his back will be Bramba Bull. He's a bit of a punchy selection for me, um, because he, he, he loses more than he wins, and he can make a few mistakes. But when he's on his game, he is a Taoist, stayer and a trier. And he's one I'll take a bit of a punt on um, at a big, big price. Um, just looking through his price now, I can find it 26 to one um, and another Willie Mullen sort that is over from Ireland. And they obviously took this race a few years back with Total Recall. So he knows how to, he knows how to aim it. And he said, I asked him, I, I said yesterday, what about the ground? He said, all of his horses will appreciate the ground that will be at Newbury on Saturday, which is currently good to soft. So that is the Labricks trophy. Always a fabulous race, the highlight of the weekend. And we're gonna move from New Newbury to Newcastle, where there's also some brilliant racing. And actually last year delivered one of the biggest upsets, um, in the whole year, in, in the shape of York Hill, who won the Betfair Exchange Rehearsal Handicap Chase at 66 to 1. And it was a huge win for that horse, um, this, the, the old lovable horse. And uh, don't know if we'll have something like that in this race this year, but it's always a, a good betting heat. The Ferry Masters, ninety two Currently, I write 11 to 2. Spirit of the Games, great old horse, 6 to 1. Good boy, Bobby, for the Twist and Davises, a 7 to 1. Dingo dollar 15 to two cool mix nine to one and it's 11 to one bigger the rest. So James, I'll go to you first. I really like this race. I think there's always, you have horses in here over this two mile, seven and a half trip who have sort of been around these kind of races. We, you know, season after season, you, they always turn up and run, run well. And I feel like there could be something in here that sort of deserves to win a race of this kind. Um, but You know there are plenty of horses that are coming in here with again a couple of question marks. I haven't couldn't find many that are in fabulous form, but I I I think that there could be a bit of a good betting potential out of this. What did you make of it? Yeah,
2: you talk about deserving to win a race like this, and there's one horse, one set of connections, I write and and Harriet Gray and Callum Buly, who deserve to win a big handicap. He was second in the Lappick last year behind Cloth Cap, trying to give him twelve pounds. That was a, a cracking effort. He then just just is unlucky. He ran right up to his mark all season. Second in the Skybet at Doncaster, taking risks. Third in the Ultima. A little bit below par at Aaron in the Scottish National. My only slight concern is he ran much better on his comeback last year in the two-mile-one furlong contest at Kelso, who's a little bit disappointing behind Nutswell this time around. He's beat 23 lengths. And it's just a worry whether that long season last year left its mark. If it hasn't, he's probably the one to beat. But a horse who is also struggling to get a win on the board but I think it's quite well handicapped. Stepping up in trip is Richard Andrews amount, which did me a good turn um, when I first came on the podcast. And Spirit of the Games runs well for her. Only beaten seven lengths into ninth behind Midnight Shadow um, at Cheltenham two weeks ago. That was a good effort. He was staying on when it was all too late. Um, He's seen a good bit of form when he stepped up to this extended trip. Um, He ran well at Aintree behind Happy Go Lucky in his last run of the season back in April. Nice run at Newbury over hurdles. He's just solid... Each way contender, I think, would definitely be in the three. And just in case I write, has um, had a hard season last year and he might not be quite at his peak, um, I'll take him on with spreading the games. But I think it's a, a cracking race, like you say. Yes, York Hill was an absolute shock, but he had that bit of ability to, to know that if he wanted to, he could do it. And, and there's quite a few horses here that are, have got the ability to win a, a rehearsal chase and, and it's a decent little contest.
0: For the games, what a lovable horse, must be a great horse to own. He always turns up to help them who he loves and always comes to these big race tracks. Newcastle's an interesting one though, Ross. It's not one that we do plenty of racing out over the jumps, but from a track perspective and what you need in a type of horse, what do you think when you're looking through a race like this, that sort of grabs at you as, as, a, as a track?
1: I think you definitely need a horse that stays. I think you need a horse with a little bit of tactical speed to hold a position. You don't want to be getting too far back, but they definitely have to stay. Um, and, and and to be fair, you would say that that plenty of those in the field have that have that covered. I write as a horse I absolutely love. Um, he was my my big anti-post hope for the handicaps at Cheltenham last year. Um, and having been second in the Hennessy or the, the Ladbrook, sorry, Uh, He he is starting to suggest to me that maybe he's a little bit regressive. Um, His reappearance this year, he was beaten 20 lengths. Now that was over a trip of of, of just over two miles, but it was the same place he made his reappearance last year and he's only beaten two lengths last year. This year, 20 plus lengths, for me, just rings a bit of an alarm bell. Um, And as we said last year, it was won by Sandy Thompson with the class horse in the field, albeit he hadn't shown a huge amount. And I think he's got another one that, that, that fits a very similar profile in, in Dingo Dollar. Um, he's been rejuvenated since uh, moving from Alan King to Sandy Thompson. Um, they fitted a tongue tie and cheek pieces. He won first amount, was then a very good second uh, in the Scottish National. Um, and the fitting of the tongue tie and the cheek pieces seems to have, have done the trick. It was a solid reappearance. Uh, he got tired late on, had the cheek pieces on, but he didn't have the tongue tie. That gets refitted now. Um, He has got to defy a career-high mark of 149, but it wasn't all that long ago that he was placed off marks of 148 in the Ladbroke and the Grimthorpe chase. Um, I don't think this race is quite of that class. Ryan Mania, for me, is as good as anyone in the North, and I do include Brian Hughes in that. I think he's an exceptional jockey. I think we're very lucky to have him back. Um, And I think the the Sandy Thompson perceived second string... uh, would be the way I'd be I'd be looking.
0: Interesting. Doing a good dollar Currently, fifteen to two. Also, you mentioned rejuvenated since moving to Sandy Thompson. He's also the first win was at Newcastle over this course and distance. So, really important. Real big plus for him as well on the same ground too. You really put me off the horse that I like in this race based on what you said. You need to stay, um, stay really well. And the horse I like, Good Boy Bobby, isn't actually proven at this trip. And every time he Steps up in trip, he can't. He doesn't actually stay. The three, they they've tried him over three mile one in the past. They're sort of coming back back a bit, a bit a bit above what he's used to, but it's not as far as three mile one. So it's like question marks with him. But I do think he's in much better form this year. What we saw last time out when he won at Weatherby was a, a great battling qualities, which I really like because I question marked his his attitude sometimes last season. But I think that. He, he proved me wrong because um, I wasn't too sure about him as a favourite, whether it be last time, but he, he, he went and did it. And he's only up a few pounds after that. I think it's three pounds um, for that win. And I still think that, I think seven to one is, an, is, an, is a nice price, but comes with those question marks about the trip. So we shall see how that race pans out. That's probably one of the more interesting ones from a betting perspective. Um, we'll move on to our final race we're going to focus on, which is the fighting fifth. And last year's winner, Epitant, is the current even money favourite. Morale is at seventy two. Soy Royale four to one. Silver Street nine to one. Not so Sleepy uh, He's seventeen to one. He had an absolute disaster in this race last year. And Void de Red makes up the field at one hundred to, to one hundred um, and one to one. James, I'll come to to, the, to you first. Epitant showed how brilliant she was in this race last year. You could not fault her, really. Do you think she can repeat it again? Does she have a few question marks in your mind around, around her coming back into this race?
2: Um, she probably should win. There's definitely big question marks. Uh, she just went to pieces a little bit last year. But well, I'm probably been a little bit harsh because she's still around third to Honeysuckle in both um, the English and the Irish champion hurdles. Uh, she has had a back surgery, I think, uh, over the summer. And um, interestingly enough, she went to Newbury for that um, Gallup morning for, for the Laverick Chase Day. And Nicky said that she, he's not schooled her yet because he didn't want to risk her back. I don't know what rain they've had for, for the schooling for her to do, whether she's schooled on, on the poly track or, or whatever. But until that's put to the test, it's going to be a little bit of a worry. You're going to be taking short odds. Realistically, she's the best horse in the race and she should repeat last win. But she got turned over at five to one on behind Silver Streak in the Christmas hurdle, where she never looked particularly happy at Kempton. And She wasn't quite at her best in a division which has lacked strength. And he circles absolutely dominated it. So the four-year-olds, normally I'd be be very negative, but I was surprised at how Adagio ran in, in the Greatwood. I thought he ran an absolute storm and gave the weight away to some progressive types. And Momoro, yes, Adagio made a pretty bad mistake at the final hurdle. For me, he was firmly putting Adagio in his place at Aintree when, when we saw him back in April. He looked very good in his earlier contests. Um, Exeter, Doncaster, Haydock, he won... Has a fair bit of rain forecast. Hopefully, it falls um, at uh, Newcastle because yeah, I think he will want a little bit of giving the ground. If it's it was on the quick side, it would probably play more to to favour and so Ryle's favour. Our old favourite, who um, deserves to get another top race in the bag. But I just think Paul Nichols. He said this after entry the fight a fifth was an option. He wasn't actually qualified the Newbury. He was entered uh, on the same card there because he'd won toy um as a three year old, but. Yeah, I think he could be nice. Paul Nichols, he needs a, a good hurdler, and the fact he's kept him over hurdles for another season does suggest that he thinks he might excel, despite the fact he, he screams a chaser. So for me, it's a shrewd move by Paul keeping him back another season. And Mon morale, I'd just take a chance to him at seven and two, just in case Epitant is not the same mare we saw two years ago when winning at Cheltenham beating Charger.
0: Yeah, interesting what you say about Montmorell staying over hurdles. He looks like an out-and-out chaser physically, and that's what Paul Nicholls also excels in. Um, But it is interesting. He's just never done as well. Um, Well, He he obviously has done brilliantly in the past with his hurdlers, but not for a while. So um, he's a a fascinating horse in this division, and he's only a four-year-old as well. Um, Ross, I'll I'll come to you. Apatán beat Sorreal in this race last year sorel has been in great form. He's, you know, he comes into this off the back of two fabulous wins. He lo- he's always at his best at this time of the year as well. He's always sometimes a little bit overlooked when you go into the, the top, top level grades. Um, but it might not be any reason why he couldn't get a little closer to Epitan than last year.
1: Uh, ab- absolutely. Um, I mean, he, he was firmly put in his place last year. There's, there's, there's no bones about that. But he was distracted. By the loose horse the loose horse impacted on him more than anyone else i'm not for a second saying without the loose horse he'd have beaten epitome but i don't think it would have been as emphatic as it was um mm-hmm. if if you if you're backing epiton to evens you are a braver soul than me um, for me she is firmly on the retrieval mission uh, she's had the back surgery the same surgery that i think champ had last year and he came back and looked superb but in my experience the mares can take a little bit longer to get over a physical problem than the, than the geldings. Um, and, and that, for me, would be a big issue, along with the fact that, that, that Nikki Henderson said they've not been able to work on the grass. As James said, they've not done a huge amount of schooling. I'd be thinking that you'd want to get plenty of jumping into her because she looked pretty uncomfortable last year. So, so she absolutely wouldn't be for me. Mon Morel, I entirely agree with James. He's a horse of huge potential. I would personally be a little bit wary about taking the entry run on merit. I think Adagio was at the end of a long season. It was his sixth run of the season as a juvenile. They then saw it fit to give him wind surgery afterwards, which perhaps suggests they don't think he ran up to his, his mark or be it beat him quite convincingly. Uh, The the forecast is a bit uh, uh, questionable that between 10 and 20 mils of rain I think if it gets into the soft side it definitely helps Montmorelle I'm hoping they don't get 20 mils I hope it stays on the on the slightly better side of soft and I think Sue Royale is a is a super price he's proven that he's fit and he's well he has no questions to ask you know what he's going to do and I think Epitant has has got to prove she can get back to where she was Morale is a four-year-old. It's that usual story of the the difficult second album scenario, um, and I think he is the safest bet in a race that I probably wouldn't particularly want to have a bet in. Uh, but if I if I had to make a selection, he would be it.
0: Interesting, as you say, four to one and um, Epiton even money. I'm going to be that brave person and take you on. I'm I have confidence in her. I've seen I've being able to see the work that she's done with a horse that won last weekend for Nikki Henderson Um, and they work very well together and Epiton, I think they've got her at just where they want her and I think she is classier than a lot of these but, you know, she does need to prove herself. Even money is pretty short but I'm going to be punchy and hold her to it and I think she can win this race again. Um, So I'm going to take you all on. We have all quite different opinions this weekend Um, and say uh hopefully we found some winners in there but I'm going to ask as always for the best selections or naps and each way, surprise, each way choices for the weekend doesn't necessarily need to come from the races that we've gone over um there could be some more uh interesting selections in and around some great racing this weekend and um, so James I'll come to you first in terms of your standouts
2: yeah Kaluki is my best bet of the weekend I just think his newbie course for him a win in two seconds last season mark him out in a race which isn't particularly strong for a 40 grand race. JP will be very keen to win it um, in Memorial, Sir Peter O'Sullivan. The horse is in Sir Peter's colours, but I just think Kaluki know, been teed up for this race and still behind to get off one for 2 My next best is a solid each-way angle, that's in the rehearsal spirit. Of the games I think stepping up and trip might just see a little bit more improvement. Again, Bridget gets a good tune out of him. Only beating Seven lengths in the Paddy Power last time. This is slightly easier and uh, he probably wouldn't want too much rain, but if if not, he's got a crack in each way chance. Um, I'd be very surprised if he wasn't in the three.
0: Fabulous. Some good good selections there and, and some pretty nice betting races. And for you, Ross, what, where are your nap and each way plays going to be?
1: So my nap comes in the 12.10 from Newbury, the first race. The Alan King trained Nina the Terrier, uh, beat the re-opposing, a horse with no name, and L.A. Bell two and a half lengths and four lengths respectively last time giving them eight pounds. She now only has to give them three pounds. I see no feasible reason why she will not uphold that form. And then my next best each way comes in the last race at Newbury, the three thirty-five, uh, the Heather main trained numitor. He stayed on very strongly to win at weatherby over this trip last time. Um, I think the Newbury track will suit. He has the assistance of Tom Scudamore, who, for my mind, is the the finest jockey based in the UK at the moment and rides Newbury particularly well. He is up £5, but the third, the fourth, and the eighth in that Weatherby run all won next time out. Uh, So I'd expect a strong run at a decent each-way price.
0: Fabulous. Nina the Terrier, 7-4 currently with SBK, and Numitor is 13-1, to so nice prices there. Um, I'm going to nap up Epitant quite bravely, I feel, um, but I do think that she, she can win this race again. I think she's the, the best horse in that race, um, in the fighting fifth. At Newcastle, my each-way play is going to be Brahma top weight. He's a bit of a rogue, but if he puts it all together, he could have a cracking chance at a big price, and um, and what's set to be another epic, Labrick's Trophy. So plenty for everyone to look forward to on Saturday. And thanks to James and to Ross again each week, with managing to deliver some nice um, selections that are going on and materialising. So it's fabulous to have, and um, we'll be back again next week. So thank you for joining, and um, make sure to subscribe, to like, and. Uh, We will catch up next week, so thank you very much.